The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Welcome back. Second hour of the National Intel Report on this Friday, eighth day of May, 2020. I hope you found that last hour、um, enlightening, folks, because I've been looking at this, and we've got supply chain interruptus going on with a lot of different things. But the problems that are caused by government, people reacting to this and trying to do redress to the government, going, "Why are you guys being the quintessential asshats?" Where is it written in your oath of office that you are become anti-American, that you become anti-business, that your your hopes for this global kumbaya, we all gonna, yeah, come on, man, come on. Well, things are heating up with people, and they're <laughs> they're losing their cool. I again saw the lieutenant governor of Texas that paid the fine for this woman in her nail salon in Dallas. But then I saw him on the news, and he was talking about, well, this judge didn't even put her in jail for seven days.、Uh, well, the, the reason why he put her in jail because she wasn't showing the proper respect to the judge and the law. Well, there's no law. This is an executive order, fiat. That,、um, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is this judge? Was he smarter than I gave him credit for? Because he put her in jail for basically, yeah, not being a good citizen in his court. Then the lieutenant governor followed up on a. Well, he could have just given her a fifty dollar fine. Wait a minute. Are you doubling down on stupid, lieutenant governor of Texas here? It's something that shouldn't have been done in the first place. So to, to give this legitimacy, and so the judges have leniency instead of a seven thousand dollar fine, she only got a fifty dollar fine. Why did we have business interrupt this in the first place, you yahoos? Come on, man. Come on. Well, in the country, there are people that have finally figured out they don't have anything to lose. This. Covid nineteen crisis crap goes on any longer. Business owners, you might as well kiss your business goodbye because it's never coming back. Now, 
out in West Texas. A Texas bar owner, along with six heavily armed men, who said they were there to protect her, were arrested Monday following a brief standoff with police while they were protesting the state's lockdown measures amid the coronavirus pandemic. Now keep something in mind, folks. Up in Lansing, Michigan, the cops did not freak out when armed people showed up to demonstrate peacefully on the grounds of the State House in Lansing. But here we go with West Texas. This Gabriel or Gabrielle Ellison, she's 47 years old, the owner of Big Daddy Zane's Bar in West Odessa. Now she was arrested Monday and charged with a misdemeanor violation of Governor Greg Abbott's emergency management plan after reopening her establishment. Hector County Sheriff Mike Griffiths said she was later released on a $500 bond. Here's the news story from Fox News. Mike? A growing backlash nationwide to strict stay-at-home orders. Correspondent Rick Leventhal tracking the latest developments for us. He is live in New York City. Good evening, Rick. Good evening, Shannon. Patients clearly running thin as this lockdown drags on with some business owners saying they can't afford not to reopen, saying they'll risk everything because they could lose it all anyway. And that takes us to the town of West Odessa, Texas, where the owner of Big Daddy Zane opened her bar. She said all business is essential. Customers showed up, staged a peaceful protest, although some of them were armed, and the Ector County Sheriff's SWAT team showed up, shut things down, arrested eight people, including the bar owner, Gabrielle Ellison. We can't take it no more. We're... we're not going to make it. The possibility of getting my license taken, heartbreaking, but they've already taken my income. In Wisconsin, the scene of numerous protests over the past couple of weeks, a cardiologist was suspended from his job after showing up at an anti-lockdown rally, and now police have stepped up patrols outside his home after he was threatened on social media for not social distancing. Dr. David Murdoch defended himself on Facebook, saying, I placed no patient in any more jeopardy from the virus by attending the rally than that encountered in my daily living. Meanwhile, a conservative justice on Wisconsin Supreme Court is questioning if the governor's stay-at-home orders are the definition of tyranny <laughs> since the order was issued by the secretary of the State Department of Health. I think there is a constitutional problem with the legislature giving away this much power to an unelected cabinet secretary. The people never consented to a single individual having that kind of power. And back here in New York City, the Police Benevolent Association is fighting back after an undercover officer was disciplined for taking down a suspect during social distancing enforcement over the weekend. In a statement, the PBA said, the cowards who run this city... Oh, and, and folks, what you did not see, okay? Mike, do we have this story posted? Post it. What you did not see in New York City is this undercover cop going after somebody because they weren't following the safe distancing and not wearing a mask. Well, guess what? The cop himself was not wearing a mask, and what he did was started to take this guy down and then gave him a roundhouse right. Thank you, New York City. You know, you people better understand something. And I spent, back in 2004, just in case there's any New York cops listening today, 
back in the uh, the Republican convention in New York City. I was up there. We had a lot of time to kill, and I spent a lot of time talking to the New York City Police Department members. And what they admitted to me is that, look, uh, we're stretched. We have more of a territory to cover, just one unit covering. You know, we depend on the citizens of New York City to be good people and da-da-da-da-da. Well, hello, when you got stuff like this going on, being roundhoused by an undercover guy that's taking you down because you're not coveting correctly, and you're doing it in a violent manner, and you're not even protected yourself, you better start thinking your stuff through again. Because guess what? They outnumber you tens, hundreds of thousands to one. You better start looking around you. You better start getting sane. And you better start throwing the human factor into this. Otherwise, we, the public, can no longer guarantee your safety. How's that? You want to be a Billy Badass? Go be a rough and tumbler, uh, tumbler kind of guy at a Walmart greeting. You know, shove a cart in somebody's face and say, here, behave yourself while you're in the store. I don't care what you do, but you don't deserve to wear a stinking badge. I had no intention of going off there. At any rate, let me finish this report. They have given us nothing but vague guidelines and mixed messages. Nobody has a right to interfere with a police action saying the NYPD should stop policing social distancing. And finally tonight, Shannon, an Erie County, Pennsylvania woman found out the hard way it's best not to violate quarantine owners when you're positive for COVID-19. She was told to stay home, but she didn't, going shopping and keeping appointments. And when a judge found out, he sentenced her to a night in jail. And when she got out, he fit her with an ankle bracelet to make sure that she stays home for at least another week. Do you know that you can have COVID-19 and not have the flu, folks? It could have been just a simple cold. Look at the power that they have given themselves. Look at this. Now, I'm not done, I'm not done with you boys in blue yet. Let's go up to Canada. Mike, I'm now hearing that hum. Is that what you were talking about before? Okay. All right. Okay, it was on my side. Okay, I got it. Thank you. I just don't want to make it uncomfortable for the listeners. Now, we're not going to play you the... We're not going to, this was actually recorded up in Canada. And there's really no sense to play the video because it's... Uh, a lot of F-bombs were dropped by the person doing the filming. Okay? And again, folks, oh, come on, man. You know, you might be locked in your own little uh, culturally deficient world, but by and large, please, if you're going to do something and you want it out there for people to see, stop acting like I don't know what. Stop with the F-bombs, okay? You want your stuff seen? Not anybody in this, Not everybody in this world is a fast and loose millennial with no standards, okay? I'm just saying, at any rate. This came by way of gun dynamics. <laughs> this one, you have to see the video, folks. It's on our site, republicbroadcasting.org. Star Wars fans all over the world celebrated the series on May 4th. And they called it May the 4th Be With You. A little play on May the 4th Be With You, obviously. On Monday, 
Now, because it's a Star Wars theme pizza joint, Coco Vanilla Galactic Cantina in Alberta took advantage of the occasion to drum up more takeout business by having an employee stand outside the restaurant dressed as an Imperial Stormtrooper. Any of you folks with America's Got Talent or whatever have seen these guys dress up in these costumes and come out and do dance routines, okay? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but the suit itself is somewhat restrictive. Well, owner Brad Whalen told Reason that they had a costume employee stand in front of the restaurant to generate buzz and encourage passerbys to order from the restaurant, which is desperate for business due to the COVID-19 rules preventing eat-in dining. The employee was only outside for about an hour when officers with the Lethbridge Police Service, the LPS, showed up. Apparently, two onlookers called 911, little snitchers out there, (laughs) More on that one later. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, To report the employee for holding a plastic replica of a stormtrooper blaster. Now, this viral video captured the events after their arrival. And, folks, it is posted. Several officers are seen drawing their weapons, walking toward the costume employee, and ordering her to get on the ground. A statement by the LPS said the employee dropped the weapon. They're still calling it a weapon. It was a piece of plastic. But did not initially comply with their initial orders. Whalen disagrees with the statement, saying the video is very clear that she was compliant. Whalen also notes that the hard plastic costume makes it difficult even to even sit down, let alone kneel. In the video, the employee can be heard sobbing through her helmet as she attempts to kneel and get down on the ground. It could have been very simple and over at that point in time, but the city police here decided that they were going to escalate it and be physical with her, the owner of the business said. The LPS statement goes on to say that the employee sustained a minor injury but does not provide any further information. Well, uh, Whalen tells Reason that the officers pushed her face down and ended up cutting her nose on her helmet that she was wearing. And then after they had already determined that the gun was fake. See, now we're we're dealing with cops. God almighty, I can't believe I'm actually even reporting on this. We're actually dealing with cops now that are in a country that they're commander-in-thief, their Lord High, came out last Friday and arbitrarily just dumped and made it illegal to buy, sell, purchase, trade, do anything else, 1,500 different weapons that Trudeau just up and decided that you people can't have them. And now we're seeing the police, somebody standing there, in a Hollywood costume with an obvious fake gun. But that's not going to stop these guys. They're going to be little Billy Bad Butts and beat up on a little girl in a damn plastic costume. You courageous people, you. You freaking cowards. You dishonorable people. That's what you are. You're nobody's freaking hero. You're an asshat. I'd like to see these guys fired. Only after they go to jail for a while. 
I didn't even mean to. I, I, folks, I've had enough. I've had enough. The employee was handcuffed, but was ultimately not charged with a crime. But that only after they get beat up. Thank you. Now, LPS will not comment any further on the incident, but Chief Scott Wood said in a statement that an investigation is underway. Yeah. I'm the fox at the hen house. Excuse me, I can't reply to your question right now because I got a chicken in my mouth. Their statement said, we don't have too much faith in the local police service to investigate themselves. I'm sorry, Whalen said this. To investigate themselves, and he's absolutely right. He has since called for the Alberta Serious Incident Response Team, an independent investigative agency, to look into the encounter. This is exactly what should be happening. This is civilian oversight and investigation. Now, don't give me this crap that there might be litigation in process so we can't give you anything. No, 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 no. Transparency. Transparency. Especially when you're dealing with force continuum, and that means police action up to and including your death at their hands. Don't tell me we can't inspect you. Oh! While the events have affected the female employee and Whalen's business. He says he's appreciative of the outpouring support from all over the world. Fellow fans have flocked to the restaurant to share their own cosplay pictures and leave encouraging messages for the employee. Others promised to order pizza the next time they were in town or have donated to the restaurant's GoFundMe to help during the COVID-19 pandemic. Folks, this is what we're up to. Or this is what we've, we're down to. Trying to help other people that are being victimized. We're all being victimized in this one. And I am tired of these madcap people that we have elected to office to think that they can supersede the Constitution of the United States because they've been given permission to? By whom? Some of your fast and loose legislation that basically did away with our constitutional rights, and now you're going to tell us that's the law? You go to hell. You go directly to hell. You do not pass go. You don't collect $200. I'd much rather see you in jail without bail. I have said on this program, and I have, how much time until the break, Mike? Good, and then I can catch my breath here because I think I'm about ready to stroke out. I have said this before. I was talking to uh, Steve Elkins earlier today, and I told him, I said, I was waiting. I was waiting for the guys in the blue that have got themselves situated between a rock and a hard place, the citizenry in front of them, their employers behind them, and the government, telling them this is what you've got to do. And these cops, folks, I've said this before, I don't care what the issue is, we need people within the matrix, within the system to start stepping into the light. After this break, I'm going to give you one such fine example from one really American kind of guy cop. You're going to love it. 
It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N, at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Well, it's all right Riding around in the breeze Well, it's all right If you live the life you please well, Not anymore in America Can't ride around in the breeze You can't live the life that you please Because we're in a lockdown police state mode The clip that I'm going to play you, ladies and gentlemen Is what every cop should be saying to the public And to each other A police officer compelled to speak out against tyrannical enforcement cops urgent appeal to tyrant police. What are you, the Gestapo? You need to stand for what's right. You know, as a police officer, I'm compelled to make this video. I've been in law enforcement for 10 years, and 
I'm speaking to my peers, other fellow officers, people in any kind of law enforcement position. I've seen officers nationwide enforcing tyrannical orders against the people. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's the minority of officers, but I'm not sure anymore because every time I turn on the television, every time I turn, I look to the internet, I'm seeing people arrested or cited for going to church, for traveling on the roadways, for going surfing, opening their businesses, going to the park with their families, um, or doing nails out of their, out of their own house, using their own house as a place of business and have an undercover agents go there and arrest them and charge them with, with what? With a crime? I don't, I don't know what crime people are committing by doing nails in their own house, but we're seeing this more and more and more. And, uh, we need to start looking at ourselves as officers and thinking is what I'm doing right. Now, I want to remind you that regardless of where you stand on the coronavirus, we don't have the authority to do those things to people just because a mayor or a governor tells you otherwise. Uh, I don't care if it's your sergeant or your chief of police. We don't get to violate people's constitutional rights because somebody in our chain of command tells us otherwise. It's not how this country works. Um, those are de facto arrests. You know, we're violating people's rights and, and, and taking money from them or even worse, arresting them and depriving them of their freedom when they are exercising their constitutional rights. So let's, let's talk about that. Um, let's, let's read something right here off of the Declaration of Independence. All men are created equal. Among these, we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their power from the consent of the governed. Meaning, their, our power, and any government official's power is derived from the people. Okay? We don't hold power over our citizens. That's, it's... It's contradictory to everything that our country stands for. And, and this is what I'm seeing. First Amendment rights. Telling people they can't go to church. Freedom of religion. Okay? Telling people they can't protest. Freedom of assembly. Um, Fourth Amendment violations. Illegal traffic stops to check for papers. What are you, the Gestapo? Is this 1930s Nazi Germany? You don't get to stop people unless you have reasonable suspicion or probable cause that they have committed a crime. And I know people that are, have personally been stopped saying, we want to see papers showing that you're essential. David Hill, copy a phone call. That is not how our job works, okay? What really has been pissing me off lately is the fact that these officers that are going out here and, and, and enforcing these tyrannical orders, what they're doing is they're putting my job and my safety at risk. Thank you. Because what you're doing is you're widening the gap between public trust and law enforcement officers. Thank you. And, and what that's going to do is it's going to, I mean, look at, look at what's happened to law enforcement in the last 10 years, less and less public trust. And more often than not, that is 
a result of isolated incidents that get blown out of proportion. They're not isolated anymore. They're happening every single day. And the thing that I want you guys to realize is that our power that, uh, that we hold as law enforcement officers is nothing more than a facade. It's a badge and a gun. And people, uh, you don't realize if you haven't lived in anarchy, if you haven't seen combat, things can be stripped from people in a... Now, let me hold this right here, because I want to play the rest of it. And callers that are holding right now, I'm urging you to hang on. I'll play the second half of this. This is exactly what needs to be said and what has got to be on the lips, if not the minds and hearts, of all police officers in this country. Whom do you serve? Are you going to continue to be the corporate coffer, keystone cop? Are you going to be the revenuer, continued revenuer, and rights-robbing individual with that force continuum, that gun strapped to your side, to maybe up to and including killing somebody on one of these unofficial, official stops? You guys are between a rock and a hard place, and they're starting to make decisions now. I hope you're on the side of the right decision for the right reasons. I'll play the rest of this on the other side of the bottom of the hour break. 800-313-9443. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. 
Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now, and I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and heart palpitations, A+. It's potent, but it works. I have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands, and a week into using Extendivite, my numb hands seem to have cleared up. My circulation was off, and now it's back on track. So I'm happy. I feel so energized, and I have my husband on it now. My mother-in-law has cholesterol problems, so I bought her a bottle as well. Thank you so much. Love the product. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. We are back, folks. Here is the rest of this I would call this guy a peace officer. Heartbeat. And and that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that these actions are going to wake a sleeping giant, i.e. the American people. Okay? They are going to be put in a position where they won't have their rights trampled anymore. And us as law enforcement officers, we'll, we'll have our ability to enforce the law stripped from us in about 10 minutes. Okay? I, I don't, I think what is going to happen if this continues is we're going to see bloodshed in the streets. Okay. I don't want to see bloodshed in the streets on either side of this coin. I don't want to see fellow officers get injured or killed. And I certainly don't want to see citizens get injured or killed. And I promise you, most of you out there doing these, these these tyrannical acts against our citizens, you're not ready for combat. You're not mentally or physically ready for combat in the first place. I promise you, you don't want to go through that. And I hope I never have to go through that again. Um, you know, you don't get to just say, well, I'm doing this because I was told to do so, or I'm following orders or I need to keep this job. Guess what? I need to keep this job more than anybody. I have three young children. I have two houses. Like, I have the same sob story that the rest of you guys have. But my personal choices and my living arrangements, no matter what they are, don't allow me to trample on people's rights. And I don't understand why that concept is so hard for for people to understand. Listen, you need to stand up for what's right. You need to, if, if you're, cha- if you're part of a department or an agency that is asking people or asking their officers or their deputies to impose on people's rights and infringe on their, their, their freedoms, you need to step up and say, no, that's not me. That's not what I signed up for. And that's going against my oath. And if that costs you your job, so be it. At least you'll be able to look at yourself in the mirror at night. I've already expressed this to my department. And, and luckily for me, I come from a department that I feel like my chain of command shares my view, but I don't care what department you're part of or what your chain of command thinks. You don't get to trample on people's liberty. And so, you know, as a special operations veteran, I've fought on the streets of Iraq for under the U.S. government's guise of freedom. And I'm telling you what, the American people are going to 
be, they are, you are going to wake a sleeping giant and they are going to fight 10 times harder for their freedom on their soil than anything you've ever seen before. And if that's something you're willing to face, then, then keep trampling on people's rights. But I promise you, the American spirit of defiance is going to rise again and it's going to be a big problem for our country. So I'll leave you with this, something that I learned as a, an e-nothing in the army. No matter what situation you're put in, if you look inside yourself and ask yourself one question, am I doing the right thing? You ask yourself that, you know the answer. And no amount of money or no order or law or anything should be able to make you go against doing the right thing. So I'm imploring officers to look inside themselves and ask themselves, is this what I want to be doing to my citizens? And, and I think the answer is clear. And if we all stand up together, guess what? It'll be a non-issue, no factor, because people and law enforcement will be united like we should be. Wow. Wow. One more time. Wow. This guy nailed it. And he's right. On this soil, protecting ourselves. <laughs> We're going to be ten times more dangerous than anybody else on the face of this planet. And he is exactly right. This man's perspective on this, it couldn't be more correct. This guy, I hope he stays a peace officer. I hope he gets in position of command someplace to set the standard for his own department and his own uniformed officers. This is a chance for the police in this country. It's not going to right the wrongs of the past. And majority of police officers out there, folks, you know who makes the news. These chicken crap cops that shoot people for no damn good reason or panic because they were told in morning lineup, you know, your number one job is to make it home safely. You know, if that up to and includes killing a citizen unnecessarily, well, so be it. That's the attitude with too many of the police in this country. That taking a person's life is the last thing that you want to do. You're there to enforce the peace, not be the cause of deaths. Let's go to the phones. Chris in Vegas. Hello, Chris. Good afternoon, John. And I'm certainly pleased to hear that officer that you respectfully spoke before with a very heavy heart about what he sees coming to this country, as I see also, because that's exactly what the powers that be want to see. They want to divide us in Congress. They want to drive us to violence. And if we take out each other, then they save bullets. However, on the previous situation that you spoke about with the lady being the stormtrooper with the plastic yeah. blaster and oh. getting set upon by those people, yeah. I'm going to point out something that most American people are not familiar with. These attorneys have proliferated the lingo of police 
with words that are vague and ambiguous, arbitrary, capricious, and thereby void for vague. The word term resist. The word term comply. The word term crime. They've muddied these words, and we know that there are hard black letter laws like U.S. versus Minker and federal crop insurance versus Merrill that says that we, the people, have a duty to make sure that the people who are stopping us have the lawful right authority to articulate with specificity a particular crime that they think we may have committed. And that must be a felony crime, not a traffic infraction, not a policy or an edict of a tyrannical governor or one of these left-wing extremist states. Oh, let, 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 hey, let's be fair here, Chris. Uh, the governor here of Texas, I put him right in that same crowd. He should have never issued any executive orders on shutdowns or anything else. So this guy's Republican, so let's not just go after the Democrat governors on this. These are madcap, power-hungry people that think what, based on what. There is a rule of law. It's called the Constitution in this country, and every state's equipped with one. So if any governor, be them Democrat or Republican in any given state, violates the people's rights of said state, shame on you. I totally agree with you, and to that point, Greg Abbott and others that are supposed to be, he was the Attorney General of Texas before he became the governor. Amazing, isn't it? And there are others the same way, the governor of Oklahoma, uh, Kevin Stitt, uh, he's a former, in fact, he's still a professor at USC, or uh, Oklahoma State College, excuse me, OSC. Mm -hmm. And these people are holding themselves out to be knowledgeable in law, Yet they don't realize, in order to be competent to be a witness or to give testimony, you must be fair, neutral, and unbiased or an injured party. And when we look at these people that are promoting this false agenda of this COVID conspiracy to extort the world and to trick and dupe people into going out to get their injections so they can be tagged and bagged and targeted for limitation by Bill Gates of hell and his Chinese buddies and his buddies with the WHO, uh, Ted Rose, the uh, World Health Organization, the CDC, a private for private profits corporation, uh, Redfield, I think his name is, is there, another one with, in Bill Gates' pocket and the Chinese government's pocket, are not competent because they are vested up to their fat wallets in this injection for extortion operation they're running on the world, and therefore they're not fair, neutral, unbiased parties, and they should have nothing to say about policies for the world. They should be locked up as biologic, economic, and global terrorists that are murdering people around the world and injecting them with these dangerous in concoctions they call vaccines, which are really just injections for infection. They should be locked up and kept the rest of us safe because they're endangering the national security, the public safety, and the global security. Understood. Chris, I've got loaded banks. Well spoken. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Well spoken. Fred in Michigan. Hello, Fred. All right. Uh, the legislative acts in all the states would necessarily mandate a provision 
via the business license by which business owners must comply with executive orders of the gov. It would have to be specifically delineated in that legislative act. So I called State of Michigan AG office and I requested that legislative act mandate uh, in writing. And then I called the State of Texas AG's office and was told I would have to connect with uh, a state senator in Texas. So whoever hears this in the Lone Star State, you need to call the AG's office and get uh, the number for your state senator, call him or her, her and demand the state of Texas legislative act with its mandated provision via a business license that compels business owners to obey uh, specific, it has to delineate specific executive orders under specific conditions. Okay. Yada, yada. All right. okay, Fred, what you're saying here, you want them to legitimize themselves by putting this into words, but, it, but l- l- let's backtrack here a little bit. This no, they have to. They can act. They can act only on an executive on, on a legislative act that is violated by the licensed business owner. It has to be legislative mandate, and I don't think there exists any. And that's why the governor ordered the release of uh, Shelley. Uh, yeah, they, they held, uh, uh, the 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 yeah the nail salon gallon down. But 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 you just said Fred business license this if you take a look at a license it is something that's illegal to do unless you get the state's permission why do i have to ask the state to do business whether it's in yeah, michigan, I agree. I whether agree. it's in michigan or whether it's in texas i agree i i agree totally but there are the egghead baboony brain buffoon morons who oh yeah i gotta have a business license okay all right then the next thing uh is uh, Michael Hoffman, Secret Society, Psychological Warfare. We want to bet that it's the secret societies, which, uh, according to Andrew Carrington Hitchcock, uh, Fabian Society, uh, Communitarianism, New World Order, Wolves in Sheep's Clothing, a guy by the name of George Bernard Shaw in 1925, who is actually prominently cited in that seven-minute YouTube presentation by that title, Wolves in Sheep's Clothing, uh, Fabian Societies. That's a secret society at big time. Okay, uh, communitarianism, new world order. George Bernard Shaw was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1925. He made a public declaration that the real enemy of us all is what he calls the Oriental Parasite. The Druze, D-R-U-Z-E, the Druze. Okay. And then he ends it with, in a word, the Jew. In a word, <laughs> the Jew. Well, you you read or played uh, the international Jew, Henry Ford and the international Jew, which I did finally hear a year ago, and it's astonishing. It is, but isn't the, it? I want to say this real quick. The original Articles of Confederation and Perpetual Union, uh, the secret societies that existed at that time, 
did not want that to remain in effect. So what did they do? They created the Federalist Papers, by which they perpetrated a political coup d'etat on the colonists who were insisting, no, 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 you can have your meetings, you can have whatever convention you want, but you're only going to create recommendations. And then all of the colonies who created the original Articles of Confederation and Perpetual Union must unanimously agree consent to these revisions. Okay, Uh, Fred, I'm not, Fred, 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 I I couldn't agree with you more. And by the way, uh, the internationalist Jew that you spoke about was written more than 100 years ago by Henry Ford. And it spells out exactly what he and his friends knew by this banking act, the Emergency Banking Act of 1913. That is the reason why he wrote that four-volume set. And this man... And John, he had... He okay. established his own newspaper, didn't he? The Dearborn Independent. The, the, he bought the yeah. He he bought the Dearborn Independent, and in which he put the he combined the editorials. That's how that four volume set came about. He wrote editorials in the Dearborn Independent. He wanted a matter of public record. He wanted it out there so the American people would know who was going to be pulling their strings from here on out. And that man, in my estimation was a damn national hero. Fred, I thank you for your call. Malcolm in Chicago. Let's go to Chi-Town. Hello, Malcolm. Hello. How you doing, John? Good, sir. How? What's up? Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, you know about, um, I'm just, I'm going to ask you a question. You know about uh, Russia, if Russia going through the same thing? Not to the degree we are. Not right, economically, yeah, well, not politically, uh-huh. not culturally. Uh-huh. Not in any major of any established society or country on this planet. What has been oh, reported right. about that. Russia, Malcolm, is absolute uh-huh. tripe. Yeah, but here's the interesting thing. Now, uh, now this is just my opinion. It's my opinion. What's going on? I don't think it has nothing to do with virus. No virus. Uh, uh-uh. uh. That's a story they made up. Thing it has to do with is money. The money. They don't have enough money to pay everybody. Okay? So they had to make up this, 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 this virus thing to get everybody to think they, they, they can't work now because they got this virus. I don't, it had nothing to do with a virus. Malcolm, it had nothing to do with Malcolm, from my, from my perspective, they had to do this to save the stock markets and save the banks because they were getting ready to blow up because of the debt that they have not reported through the medias, the yeah. true debt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 Malcolm, I'm right there with you, man. I, I really am. Hey, I appreciate your yep. call. i got to keep moving. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right. Mountain Man in Dallas. Hello, Mountain Man. Yeah, hey, uh, you know, these things are still tied into the first hour, and I can't spend $10 for American farm beef a week. For, you know, to, to make myself smart like the rest of the listeners at RBN. You know, I mean, you get the smartest listeners in the whole planet. Well, and, 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 and Mountain Man, that, have, that, 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 that's, you know, you know what happens with people? The average person out there with average intelligence, 
when you feed them the information that they need on a daily basis to conduct their lives, this is exactly what you get. And and we weren't bragging about this. We literally have the smartest no. radio audience ever. I can I listen to it every day, but this is disturbing that I can't even buy a pound of ground beef. That's all I got. Okay, right. that's not the. I, I mean, I'm, I I don't have thousands of dollars in the marketplace. Okay, yeah. I got enough to bo- go buy myself some ground beef each week. Okay, and. I'm trying to buy that from an American farmer, and yet they're all owned by the Brazilians and shipped here and labeled made in USA once they get here yeah. and get the Brazilian labels ripped off. That disturbs me. Well, okay, I, I don't, I don't, you know, the rest of it. Give me a gun, I'll go out and shoot somebody. And I can't. I don't have a gun. Well, I can't shoot somebody. Well, we, we're not we're not asking for anybody to shoot anybody. We've got a political. No, I know. Okay, but but but, but, but allow me. Re- hold on. Allow me to respond here. You've listened to this show long enough. I'll let you say what you need to say, but you got to allow the host to jump in from time to time. All right, I'm with you on this, but the, we have a problem here, and it's been caused by the politicians because they're not following the mandate of their office. They are not serving the interest of any one individual in this country. We're being sold out sold out, and corporatized. Well, what do you think this New World Order thing is all about? It's the corporations, along with the banks, holding hand-in-hand hand to maximize their profit and to screw you as much as they can. All right? There's your, there, there's your, there's your analysis, Mountain Man. But they're, and they're doing it. What can I do? I got ten bucks. I can't even spend my ten bucks to support my neighbor who's a farmer. I, well, I don't have a farmer here, but I mean, you know. The, I understand what you're saying. Look, I, I understand what you're saying, but you know what? There are people in this country. I, I need a direction. Mountain man. I, I don't give up. Mountain man. I don't. I don't care about the legislature. What do you mean you don't care about the legislature? I, I care. I, wait. Oh, stop. I care about a legislature that passes bills that are un-American and unconstitutional. This is our system of government that has been corrupted, my friend. So what do you mean you don't care? I care. What can I do about it? You're doing it right now. You're voicing an opinion. You're gathering the facts. You're becoming... Once again, something that used to be in this country in abundance, and that's the informed consent of the governed. We knew what was going on and who was doing it. I thank you for your call. John in Rancho Cucamonga, thank you. You put a smile on my face at the end of this day. I just love saying Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, have fun with it, John. Hey, uh, good afternoon anyway, and... um... Uh, amidst all this bad news and uh, <clears throat> tough times we seem to be in, uh, I just wanted to very respectfully uh, uh, take a little bit of issue with uh, uh, Fred from Michigan, my co-listener. And uh, uh, I don't think the issue is whether there is a statute that's been passed that allows the governor to specifically uh, take away our constitutional rights. I've been all through the... Um, the Constitution of the State of California, which I, I'm told that, and I believe that is the longest constitution of any entity in the world, and I believe it. I don't, I don't have any proof to, to say that it's not otherwise. Um, and 
and there is nothing that I can find between that and the U.S. Constitution that allows any any of this stuff to be taking place. And uh, and and when when Gavin Newsom, this uh, same-sex marriage guy, who's the, the governor of, of California now, um, when he issued his executive order, he he gave all kinds of references to the various government codes and the health and safety codes, which are all are all dependent upon the California state constitution. Mm. You would okay? think. So you, oh, wait a minute. You, you, would, you would think someone, that, wait a minute. You would think that laws passed in the respective states has to be in alignment with their state constitution. It's not, John. Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm saying. I know that's what you're saying. I just wanted to underscore that. Well, I'm not quite, it was a sentence away from being done. What I'm saying is, is that there, there is, when, when Gavin Newsom made his executive order, he made references to the various codes which are dependent upon the Constitution from whence he gets any authority, and, and uh, there's, uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing in the California Constitution which, which says anything at all about taking away people's rights. To accomplish anything, even in an emergency. Well, and 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 of that's course, the point. And, and John, and it, I'm, it, yeah, okay, go and ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, that we have unelected bureaucrats sitting on panels, making decisions, making edicts, and none of that is they're, the constitution. None of it's none of it is the constitutional process of law in this country. That's correct. That's correct. They're, they're just doing it because they think they can do it, and no one's going to challenge them on it. <laughs> no, that's it. That's what I'm trying to make. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. All no, right? no, no, I got you. I'm with you, John. All right. All right. Thanks for your call. That's I all I got, John. Okay, have a good weekend, man. Well, um, by the way, uh, uh, the Canadian uh, bacon epic fail uh, that I told you about, the guy in the Star or the woman in the Star Wars, young woman. Oh, and also the issue in West Texas. Well, guess what they showed up with? MRAPs. Yeah. MRAPs. Military equipment on the streets of America with cops with badges enforcing what? Folks, that'll do it for us today. Back with you Monday with another edition of the National Intel Report. We need your support. I know people are hurting out there, but this is one of the last voices, collective voices of freedom, this network left in this country. That's it. We're not making any more of these. Thank you for being here today. We'll see you Monday. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. 
With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.